0: you're listening to the wellness kachina podcast where i give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease i'm Celestina, a chef registered dietitian nutritionist and a lover of good food especially pizza imagine family dinners where everyone sits down yes moms i'm talking to you where everyone's present during mealtime for the duration of mealtime this is possible Have the family help out to get food on the table so that you can all sit down and begin the meal at the same time. Some of my earliest memories from when I was little, I always remember my parents, or actually every family member, telling my nonna to sit down. That's what my family would always say or yell loudly at her because she would perpetually sit down at the table five to seven minutes after everyone else had already plated their meals and had almost started eating. Her food wouldn't be hot, but she had to make sure that everyone else was taken care of first. And I completely respect that, but we all deserve a hot meal. And the easiest way to do this is to get the family involved. Maybe have your family set the table first, or bring necessary components to the table if you're serving family style, or have them bring their plates and drinks to the table if you serve in the kitchen, and then go sit at the table to eat. Once you're all sitting down, just take a minute to breathe, because you've done it. You and your family put dinner on the table. You've carved out a tiny sliver of time in your long, busy day to spend time together, appreciate that, and then you get to eat this delicious meal that you've made. That is a huge accomplishment. Take that time, absorb it all in, because you've done it. And that's huge. Did you know that this experience is becoming increasingly more rare? Over the past three decades, family time at the dinner table and family conversation has declined by more than 30%. Families with children under the age of 18 report having family dinners three to four times per week. A third of families with 11 to 18 year olds have one or two meals together per week, and only a quarter eat seven or more times as a family per week. And this info is according to the American College of Pediatrics. They also noted in that study that the experience of the meal has declined in quality typically because of an increase in distractions. So having TV on in the background, having smartphones going, texts, phone conversations, whatever it may be. My recommendation and their recommendation is to turn off the TV and to put away the phones. When I was little, it was a special occasion to eat in front of the TV. We broke out the TV dinner trays, didn't necessarily have a TV dinner, but we broke out the TV dinner trays like two to three times a month and it was a treat to watch TV while we were eating. It was usually me and my mom. It was actually really fun. It's usually days when my dad was working really late and we kinda just either ordered in or threw something together, but it was super fun and memorable and really special. So you can do that, but make it more of a special occasion thing, not an every night thing. Some typical barriers that families may experience that may stop them or prevent them from being able to eat together are typically busy schedules. There's too little time or they have to prep food and that takes a lot of time as well. What about if you just aim for one to two days a week, where you know that your schedules allow for it, and family dinners can be possible, and then maybe over time your schedules will allow for it, and then you can increase that to two to three days, and so on and so forth. But aiming for one to two days I think is a great place to start. If prepping food and the time to do that is an issue, perhaps you can adopt a meal prepping plan, which will be a topic for a later date. Or, you can order in. I know, I know what I just said. But, if this is going to help you with your time crunch and allow you to eat as a family, then go for it. Order in, take that with a grain of salt, I don't mean that every day of the week, but order in so that maybe you can have your family time together. The reason I'm stressing eating as a family so much is because there are so many benefits that come along with eating together as a family. Mealtime impacts all of our senses. So we look at our food, we get to touch it, maybe with a fork, maybe with our hands, kind of just depends on the meal. We get to taste it, we get to smell it, and then we get to listen to the family conversation that's going along, or maybe the sounds of the food as well. Give it a shot this week. Explore with your senses at the table. It could be breakfast, it could be lunch, it could be dinner, but take 10 or 15 seconds. It doesn't have to be more than that, but just explore The sight, touch, taste, smell of your food, and maybe sound if it's Rice Krispies and they're snap cracking and popping in your plate. But really, just take that time to explore with the senses. You'll be so much more appreciative of the meal, and it can really get your family into it and allow them to have a better understanding of what they're eating, the time that went into it, and just the experience as a whole. Eating together also offers the opportunity to spend time together, to reconnect after a busy day and to communicate and listen to each other, share values, ideas, and even potentially problem solve. I know that being, especially right now, everyone's kind of hunkered down in their homes, which isn't the typical, which isn't the norm, but that also allows for this to be the perfect time to implement family dinners. And it may not be your norm forever, When your life gets crazy and hectic again you may resort to old ways hopefully not because this has become a little bit more habitual and something that you're looking forward to but this is the perfect time to implement this eating together can also contribute to traditions that tie families together maybe you make a special food for a birthday celebration or you choose a favorite place to eat out for a special occasion and remember family meals don't necessarily have to be around your family table they can be eating out as long as you are still together and eating simultaneously and still having that conversation another tradition can be a cultural or ethnic food that's unique to your family's heritage so for me the one that pops out the most is sunday lunch or sunday dinner i guess you could call it the family would come together at one o'clock on the dot every sunday Nana no would have meatballs going at like 9 a.m i'd always sneak down to get some And there would always be pasta, followed by a course of like meatballs or brajol or sausages or all of the above. And then a course of fruit. And then if someone made dessert, there'd be dessert as well. But we'd sit at the table for like an hour or two. And that was the experience. And literally everyone would come. So it wasn't just me and my parents who lived upstairs. My aunts and uncles would come from their respective homes. And we'd all have a great time together. So those are some of my most vivid memories as a kid. And I didn't know how impactful that they would be until now looking back. If you can foster that and make that the normal, your family's not going to know anything else. That's just going to be so special because it really will carry on generation to generation. And I think that's really important to kind of keep that going. Eating together can also provide structure for the day. That can allow your children to feel a little bit more safe and secure in knowing what to expect. While this isn't going to be a conscious feeling for them, it can still be impactful. Eating together can also help you as a parent to help you monitor your child's moods, behavior, activities, and potentially provide you with some insight to the emotional well-being of your child. Again, this may not be a conscious behavior that you're taking into account every moment during dinner. However, over the course and period of time, this can be really helpful. And think of it this way. The family table is probably one of the really few places that children could observe their parents interact, negotiate, solve problems, express emotions, and treat each other with respect. Think about it, right? A child's world is typically spent with their peers and their teachers. The family table gives them a chance to see how adults interact and cooperate. Going back to my childhood, I was the only kid at the table for an extended period of time. So I did grow up around adult conversation, and I think it was actually really beneficial to see the way they interacted. Whether you have one child or multiple, it can be really beneficial for them to see those interactions and have conversations with adults around the table, they get to see what that dynamic is like and they get to grow up with it, so it becomes, again, their normal. So in addition to these, there are a ton more benefits, such as better eating habits, decreased risk of drug and alcohol use, improved family relationships, decreased emotional stress, and possibly better academic outcomes. So if you aren't already eating as a family, remember to start slow. If your schedule allows for it, Aim for one to two or two to three nights per week. This is also a really good opportunity to model the eating behavior you'd like your family to develop. Perhaps you'd like your kids or your spouse to eat more slowly, more mindfully, maybe consume more veggies. If the adults in the household can model these behaviors, the rest of the family will be more apt to at least try and then potentially adapt to these behaviors as well. Lastly, it's really important to enjoy the time together. Memories are created when you're spending time together, regardless of what you're doing. So these are gonna be great memories that are created in the kitchen and around the dinner table. To leave you guys with a happy note, some of my most vivid memories of cooking with my Nanda in the kitchen, again, are from those Sundays when she would aconja la pasta, basically meaning that she would put it together in the serving platter, layer each of the layers, so sauce, some grated cheese, some pasta, some more sauce, some grated cheese, some pasta, and then mix it all together. Oh my God, it's amazing. If you haven't done it like that, guys, it's so good. Anyway, shura la pasta, and I don't know what it is, but that act of like layering all of the components in that dish, that's what sticks out to me the most. I know it may seem like a small thing, but what you do can really impact what your family remembers and the traditions that continue on. Three main takeaways. Sit at the table as a family without digital distractions. Explore the meal with your senses. Model the behaviors you want your family to develop. Thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hey. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. Link is in the show notes. Listen this Friday, when I'll be talking about conversation starters for you and your family.